Welcome to the Dowden Podcast. I'm your host, the official CRG, and today we're going to start our very first story time episode. Today's topic is on broken bones. Today we'll cover some painful and hilarious breaks that I went through myself and how I recovered from each one. So to start off, I haven't broke too many bones, thankfully, but the ones I have broken all have some great stories behind them. The first bone I ever broke was actually my right wrist. Now, what's funny about this story is that one of my really close friends broke his wrist the same exact way and at the same exact place I did. So to give you a little back history, I was in ninth grade and it was a super hot day outside where I'm from. Um, basically, the only thing to do is play basketball or drugs. <laughs> so I met up with some friends and obviously went to go play basketball. Um, that day felt really off for some reason. I don't know. I was probably in school. just wasn't a good day. But anyway, I thought nothing of it. So I went, we were playing basketball, sweating like crazy. It was a super hot day. Um, normally in Maryland, where I'm from, it will rain one day and snow the other, or, you know, it'll be hot one day and then rain two hours later. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, it was super hot. We were out there for about an hour and I'm dripping sweat. And where the court is, the net faces a small fence outside. So if you miss, it's going over the fence no matter what. So obviously, me being me, I suck at basketball. So I took a shot and I missed and it went over the fence. So I thought it'd be a good idea to hop the fence to go over to the ball. But in the process, my sweaty ass hands slipped and I flipped over the gate and landed right on my wrist with all of my weight and it completely snapped. Everyone behind me literally thought it was a stick that I landed on. But when I stood up and they saw my wrist, they saw that my wrist was facing down to the ground and they were all flipping the fuck out. One of my homies was like, oh, no, I can't do this shit. And they turned away. And I was just like casually walking over back to, you know, where they were to go get my phone so I could call one of my parents and be like, hey, uh, I need to go to the hospital. So what was what was actually funny is that I was in so much damn shock that I literally sat down and just started laughing. And my one friend literally broke his hand playing basketball with a sweaty hand, jumped over the same exact gate and landed on his wrist also. So like 10 minutes go by and I get picked up and I go get a cast and shit on my hand. And, you know, I had that on for about 12 weeks. And even till this day, my wrist still fucks with me. And, um, you know, I, I was just talking to my homie and you we were like, you know what? We are never hopping fences again. We are, we are not doing that shit. The next broken bone we're going to talk about is actually my pinky. And that was literally right after I broke my wrist. <laughs> so I was supposed to go on my first cruise in June. June came and I still had that damn cast on. So I went to the doctor and told her that I'm fine so I could get it off. Because for people who don't know, with a cast, you can't swim or get it wet. And I wasn't going to let that happen. So the doctor ended up taking off the cast and I went on the cruise with a small brace just in case because I didn't want anything to happen to my wrist, but I still wanted to have fun. So, you know, mind you that I've never been on a cruise. I didn't realize how easy it was to get drinks. Um, so I went with my whole family. But while I was there, I met a group of people my age and I'm still friends with them to this day. Um, we literally caused so much damn chaos, you know, on that boat. And it was fun because nobody could do shit. I mean, we're literally in the middle of the water. 
So we'd get people to just buy us drinks and, you know, everything. We were out there playing tag all night. And this was a three-week cruise, so about a week in, and we already have people who buy us whatever we want. You know, we know all the places to hide from security, and we're already nice with a lot of the security members. That You know, there's there's a curfew for a certain age, and a lot of these security guards are just chill. We got nice with them, so they let us slide. So we were honestly golden. I will say the cruise took us to Bermuda, so we went through the Bermuda Triangle, which was really weird. Um... But when we got to the island, we docked there, I think, for about two nights. And one night, it was a party night on the boat. And all drinks were half off. And we literally went crazy. And for some reason, there was this dickhead following this girl around. You know, she was with us the whole time. Ever since we got on the boat, she was hanging out with us and everything. We were all chilling. And he was following her around. And me being me, thought it was a good idea to say something to him. And, you know, we really just got into it. We got in back and forth arguing. And I found out that he's 20 years old. Now, mind you, I'm 16, so I was fucked no matter what. He was beating my ass. So my friends clearly saw that. So they broke it up. You know, they broke up the argument. And, you know, I was so upset. I was so mad at what he was saying and stuff like that and how he was disrespecting her. So I walked away and punched the first thing I saw, which was a solid wooden wall. (laughs) Till this day, I can't tell you why I thought it was a good idea, but I put a small hole in the wall. And when I pulled my hand out, my pinky was damn near lodged back to my wrist and I freaked out. I never even knew a pinky was capable of breaking like that. But when I broke it, I'm on the top floor of this cruise ship and I'm all alone and I feel like I'm going to pass out. And the medical unit is literally on the bottom floor. So my dumbass thought it would be okay to take the stairs. And man, I was wrong. I made my way down the first set of stairs and I start to go down the next and I literally just pass out. And I feel myself, I think it was my head or my shoulder, but I feel myself hit the floor and it woke me up instantly. And I look up and I just see somebody freaking out, holding my hand. Like, it's okay, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you help, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So they help me up and we slowly make our way down to the next three sets of stairs as this person is just screaming for help, trying to get anybody to get us down there quicker. And we got down to the last floor and I remember them putting me in a chair and then I was literally just out. I passed out again and they said I was out for like five minutes. And when I woke up, I was literally in this like sketchy ass fucking room with all this doctor stuff. It looked like they just cleared out a closet and put some doctor equipment in it. And (laughs) I had this lady looking at me. And, you know, I start to come back and she explains how she wrapped my hand, but I completely shattered my pinky's growth plate and that I had to go to the hospital. So when she tells me that, I look at her and I said, hospital, like, you know, that this is a problem. We're in the middle of the sea and we still have two more weeks on this boat. How am I going to get to a hospital? She said, I don't know. We got to figure it out. So she literally maybe three hours go by. She wraps my hand with an ace bandage, gives me an ice pack, and I went right up to my room and just found whatever was there, like drinks, and just started pounding them because they didn't have any medication on board. They couldn't do anything surgically, and they couldn't, you know, maybe mess it up because we still have two weeks. Like, they could cause more damage to my hand by messing with it. So they literally left it all alone, and it was it was one of the most painful things I've ever been through. You know, like at that point, I didn't even really care if my mom caught me. Like I was just in so much pain that whatever, you know, one of my friends was like, "Here, just drink this. It'll help." I was just like, "Fuck it. Let's do it." <laughs> like and I this is not this is not okay. But you know, the good thing is is thankfully when I hit the wall, it didn't mess up my wrist. 
because this literally was maybe three weeks or maybe two weeks after I got the cast off. So my wrist was still trying to heal. And, you know, I really could have broke my growth plate and my wrist. So I did luck out on that. But like I said, the next two weeks were literally hell. Like I started getting sick because of how much I drank for the pain. And it got to the point where I literally just couldn't drink anymore. And I was just like, all right, I'm done. I'm dealing with it. Like, I'm just going to deal with the pain. So, you know, two weeks go by and right when we dock, uh, dock in Baltimore, we go to the hospital and they tell me that they can cast it and let it do its thing, but it will never match up properly. And I'll probably have arthritis, all these problems and stuff like that. Or I can go through a really intense surgery that will cause like therapy down the road and could have a lot of negative effects if it goes wrong. So I was like, I don't even want to risk that. I'm just going to choose to deal with it and let it run its course. Until this day, it still hasn't matched up. And even in the cold, it will still cause me problems. And most bones do. When you break them and they don't heal properly, they will cause problems. So the last story in bone we're going to talk about today is my hip. Pain-wise, that was the worst off. Until this day, this injury still messes with me. Um, so it was in sophomore year. It was a pretty good year for me, but you know, there was just one day after school where shit went south. You know, like I said, where I'm from, the weather is never consistent. It will rain one day, snow in the next, and then be 80 degrees. So it was one of those nice days, and I was hanging with some people, and for some reason, our dumbasses thought it would be a good idea to race each other. So we did. So we went down to this field and started running, and halfway there, I feel my leg go completely straight, and I just collapse in pain. I literally started screaming so loud, you probably would have thought somebody just got killed. Like, I looked down, and the whole right side of my hip was literally up to my belly button. So if you lay down when you're in bed and you look at your hips, it shouldn't be that high. All right. For people that don't know, your hip shouldn't be next to your fucking belly button. So it was. And then I started freaking out. So what happened was I was running and my right leg went into a hole and my whole body continued forward, which caused the bone to literally shift and break, having tendons and pieces of the bone thrown into my hip from the inside. So like none of my family was home or in town. I think my dad was in New York. My mom was in Baltimore working. So I had my friends try and stand me up and I literally couldn't move my leg like it was paralyzed. So I started freaking out, thinking I did just paralyze myself. So I laid back down and called 911. So I was like, all right, nobody needs to get caught over stupid bullshit. You know, I don't want anybody getting in trouble. So they all took off and I laid down and waited for the police and an ambulance to take me to the hospital because I physically couldn't move. The problem was, is that where I'm at, there are no roads. We were in a field. So all around me is just past. There's no way for a police car to come to me or an ambulance. So they had to come find me and put me on a stretcher to go back to the road where the ambulance was. So they get me and literally told me that they have to try and reset it. I literally looked at this man like man to man, eye to eye. I said, what do you mean? Try <laughs> just do it. Don't f don't try reset my hip. So they grabbed my leg and reset it the best they could. But it was too swollen for them to really tell. So they were like, all right, we're not doing anymore. So they loaded me up. I went to the hospital. Um, at the hospital, my mom met me. She came from Baltimore. She saw my leg and literally just started freaking out. And I was in so much pain. I didn't even say much. Like I wanted to calm her down, but there wasn't much I could say. So I was in the hospital for maybe three hours and they were just like, all right, well, we can't really do much anymore. You know, here we go. So they sent me home with no medication, um, you know, literally 
they expected me to just walk out. And like my mom had to help me out of the bed, you know, wheel me out to the car. And I was just screaming in pain. And they were like, oh, he's going to be fine. So we went to another doctor and there I got put in a cast and crutches for damn near like four months because it was such a bad break. And they told me that with the break, there isn't much that they could do at the time and that they suggested therapy. So I went and did therapy until this day and my hip still isn't fixed. And that was literally four years ago. So the moral of today's episode is don't do stupid, risky shit. (laughs) I still suck at basketball. My pinky doesn't match my fingers. And I have the hip of an 80 year old man. (laughs) So today's quote is going to be a little different. I saw this quote online and it literally matches perfect with what we're talking about. Uh, This quote is from an American author. Her name is Gail Foreman. She once said, and I quote, when a broken bone heals, it's stronger than it was before the break. Same holds true for broken hearts. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely true because obviously we're talking about broken bones And we have a lot of mental health stuff on this channel. So, you know, it matches perfect. Broken bones do heal stronger and so do hearts. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And with that being said, this is the Dialed In Podcast.